This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Joan Hamburg, and I know you've met a lot of members of my family over the years, but you know what? I was trying to recall... Did you ever meet my son? He lives in L.A., which may be why those of you at our market are not that familiar with him in person. But he's a writer-director. It's interesting because our family had nothing to do with the entertainment world. And we have two movie kids who are doing great. And I often wonder, where, where did that come from? But... John Hamburg is in New York with his family, and I wanted you all to meet him. He's got a brand new movie, which is sort of coming out any minute. I'm going to let him tell you. And the funny thing is, I looked up my own son, and it brought back all these memories when he did a short film in 96 called Tick, and there were so many young actors in that, and they all grew up to be famous stars. Who was in Tick to you? Of course, I'm sure you recall. Um, hi, Mom. Yes, hi. well, Tick was my short film. That was my friend Mike Showalter, who went on to direct a lot of movies and act in a lot of movies. But you may be thinking of my first movie, Safe Men, which starred Sam Rockwell, who won an Oscar, Mark Ruffalo, who's in all the Avengers movies, Paul Giamatti, uh Steve Zahn, who's on The White Lotus, uh, and Christina Kirk, who is uh, my wife and the mother of your granddaughter, Stella. (laughs) That's right. That was a good thing. Working actor as well. So many others, too. And Harvey Firestein was in the movie, too. He always reminds me. But then how did Meet the Parents come around, which was huge, and become a legend? Well... Um, Meet the Parents, which I co-wrote, came around because I had met Ben Stiller at the Nantucket Film Festival where they were screening Safe Men, my first feature film that I wrote and directed. And Ben Stiller just randomly saw the movie. It was playing at the festival, which wasn't a big festival at the time. And um, and he he just loved the movie. And we met that weekend up on Nantucket and started talking about working together and um, first, we worked a little bit on the script for the movie Zoolander, which then took a pause and, and ended up coming out after Meet the Parents. But then he was, you know, engaging in this movie Meet the Parents and thought that I could be helpful in terms of revising the script and, you know, brought me in to meet with the director and producers. They had no idea who I was. I was sort of, you know, very wet behind the ears and up and comer. And oh, I ended up kid. getting the job to work on it. And, um, you know, it was a great experience for me and, and the movie. Uh, turned out, you know, turned out well somehow, and, and um, you know, it became a big hit, and that, that helped my career a lot, for sure. So I, and, I really have Ben Stiller to thank for his early support. Right, and, and a lot of great movies. I love you, man. And it's interesting, because when people talk to me about your movies, right up at the very top is Along Came Polly. People still think that's one of the funniest movies <laughs> they've ever seen. Yeah, 
That one, yeah, that was, we made that. That was Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, uh, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Alec Baldwin, you know, um, Hank Azaria, great cast. And, yeah, that was my first kind of big studio movie as a director. You know, I'd written, co-written, you know, Meet the Parents and Zoolander. But um, Along Came Polly was my first one as a, as a dire- writer-director. And uh, it was, you know, you never know. what. And it, at the time, I mean, I keep, I always tell you, don't pay attention to reviews, Mom, because I know you get very upset when critics don't uh, like are negative about these movies, but, you know, critics with comedies tend to, they tend to not be as positive. And, you know, that movie got terrible reviews, but we felt like we had made something really funny. We had screened it with so many audiences. And it's been really gratifying that it's kind of stood the test of time. So, it, it, yeah. you know, you never know. You just have I to know, but I take thing. it personally. <laughs> I don't. So, <laughs> yes, I would have no career if I paid attention to critics. But thankfully, I, I make these movies for audiences. And it's, so far, it's going okay. And and they love it. But let's talk about the new movie. Yep. So the new movie is called Me Time. It stars Kevin Hart, um, Mark Wahlberg, and Regina Hall, uh, who's a great actress who co-hosted okay. the Oscars, the very... Uh, uh, controversy-free Oscars this year. Um, and uh, it, it's a movie I wrote, directed, and produced. It's going to come out on Netflix a week from Friday. And, you know, it's basically about something I think we can all relate to, and especially coming out of this pandemic, which is the idea of having time to yourself. And and the story, Kevin Hart plays a stay-at-home dad. His wife, played by Regina Hall, is this uh, superstar architect who's always working and traveling and he's the one holding down the home front and she's sort of feeling disconnected from her kids who are 10 and five and wants to take them away uh, for spring break by herself to visit her parents. And so Kevin finds himself basically alone in his own house for the first time in a decade. <laughs> so, um, and he, you know, he doesn't know what to do because when you're used to having your family around or, you know, whether you have a family or not, most of us don't have a lot of time to ourselves. And he uh, he really tries and fails at spending some me time. And then he ends up kind of reluctantly um, calling his former best friend, played by Mark Wahlberg, who's taken a different path in life. He's a 40 something bachelor who, you know, everyone else has gotten married and had kids and this and that. And he the only people he can still hang out with, uh, you know, at 3 a.m. on a Wednesday night or a bunch of 23-year-olds. So he joins Mark on a, you know, and ends up on a wild weekend that kind of upends Kevin's life. And was he fun to work with? Yeah, both Kevin Hart, Regina, and Mark Wahlberg, a lot of fun. I mean, Kevin is one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. You know, obviously, he's probably the biggest stand-up comedian on the planet and and one of the biggest, you know, movie stars on the planet and he's just also he loves it he's just a fun uh energetic committed guy he's nice to everyone you he, he, you i've never met anybody who works as hard as he does um nonstop. and uh and he's you know he's just kind of he's inspirational because he he never stops you know he doesn't rest on his laurels and he's got a million things going on and but when you get him on set, he's focused and, and as funny as anyone. You know, I work with a lot of very, very talented, funny people throughout my career. And he's, um, he's as funny and as talented as any of them. 
And you know what I find surprising, too, even though, you know, I sort of watch you and your cousin and people in in the business, how long it takes to make a movie. People don't get it. It's a big deal. Yeah, it takes a long time. I mean, especially as a writer-director. You know, I have friends who are directors, or our cousin Doug Lyman is a director, and he's He's made way more movies than me because he can find a script and jump onto it. You know, for me, as a writer-director, I have to generally come up with the idea or something sparks the idea or it's a script that I end up rewriting. So, you know, that takes a long time. That can take months to years to, to find the idea and write the script. And then making the movie takes about a year, you know, and then um, so it's it's like a at least a two-year process, and often it can be longer, on and off. So now that this movie is about to come out, do you have to immediately try to find out what the next project is, or do you give yourself a break? <laughs> no, I mean, I, no, I, I think about next. Well, I have an animated movie that I'm co-writing um, and producing for Netflix that I'm going to jump into uh, in the fall. And then, yeah, no, I mean, I'm always thinking about the next thing because, you know, you just want to keep keep doing your thing, you know. So I, I'm playing around with some ideas. I have one idea I've been playing around. With. You know, you sort of think about ideas or read scripts or read source material books, articles, and see what sticks, you know. And if something sticks in my head, uh, that usually is a, is a sign that, that maybe it would be a good project for me to engage with. So I, I have a new idea I'm, I'm noodling around that, um, that seems to be sticking so far. So I'll probably, you know, see that one through and, and see what comes of it. And the world of movies has changed dramatically. And it, probably right will never be the same again, or will it? It, no, it has changed. I mean, I feel very fortunate that that I got to make movies in an era where people went to movie theaters to see right. the kinds of movies that I make, to see comedies. Um, you know, nowadays you get the occasional breakout, you know, movie that people go see in theaters that's not a big superhero movie or a big animated movie. But for the most part, so many movies go straight to streaming. and. You know, it's a little something is lost for sure because there's something very magical about we all remember going to a dark theater and, you know, the previous time you start to get excited. Yeah, everybody laughing communally. I mean, we still test screen our movies in theaters to to hear where the laughs are and fine tune them. And that's really fun and exciting and stressful. But, you know, then, yeah, that, this movie's going to be on Netflix and the, 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 Great thing is, though, even though the movie going has changed, you know, streamers like Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and, and others, they have people still like these kind of movies. So they've given um, space for these movies to get made. It's just that people aren't going as much to movie theaters to see them. So for me, I feel fortunate that there are places like Netflix, you know, where I can still make my kinds of movies. Um, but uh, but you know, I feel like. If people, you know, a lot of times people end up seeing my movies at home, and that's where they really gain in popularity. So I'm, I think it's okay. You're sitting at home on a on a Friday night, and you turn on and see Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg, you know, in a comedy that doesn't take itself too seriously, and you forget about 
the world for a couple hours. To me, that I'm I'm great with that. But you know, I'm curious because you had said even years ago that when you write comedies, there's nothing like collective laughter. You know, people yeah. just laughing together and enjoying it. So does sitting on that couch in your pajamas have a negative impact on comedies or people have adjusted to it? I think people have adjusted to it. I mean, yes, there's no, nothing beats 400 people in a movie theater laughing, for sure. That That is that is special, and I've been a part of that. Or it can be painful when you want them to laugh and they're not laughing, too. So, But, but if you're making them laugh, uh, in a movie theater, there's almost nothing better as a comedy filmmaker. But having said that, like take a movie like Zoolander, which we did with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson and uh, Will Ferrell, and many others. You know, that movie was not a big hit in the theaters. And it, it came out, you know, only a few weeks after the tragedy of 9-11. And I, people just, you know, we're not quite ready it. to. Yeah. And, and also that movie is not for everyone. It's kind of, you know, you have to kind of get into it. And that movie has become one of our most popular movies on home video and on TV and people watching at home. And so, yes, you're not all laughing together in the theater, but you're picking up on things at home that you may not experience in the theater. So it, it, it's, it's just different. I don't think one's better or worse um, it's different. And, you know, you were talking about Along Came Polly. That did very well in the theaters, but, you know, has had an afterlife um, at home. You know, same with I Love You, Man, or, or Why Him, or some of these other movies. Well, I'm all excited about Me Time, about to be released. Congratulations. Thank you, Johnny. Thanks, and Mom. We'll talk to you again very soon. Say hello to okay. everyone. I'm Joan Hamburg. You have met my son, John Hamburg. New movie, Me Time. Netflix is the the parent behind this, and it's going to be out. You can all see it within the next couple of weeks.